Hello, and welcome to Firsts. I'm your host, Lisa Curiel-Parker, and this is a podcast about first times that range from your first one-night stand to your first psychedelic. It's full of stories from people around me, friends, family, strangers on the street, whoever wants to come in and talk. Hopefully, my guests and I can make you think, cry, and maybe even laugh a little. Today's topic is first time cheating. Whoa. So my first time dealing with cheating doesn't really have to do with the love sense. And you're kind of going to get that from other guests in this episode. The first time ranges from tests to love to dating, I guess. But I consider myself a pretty studious kid growing up. My dad (laughs) would force me to study even though I don't, I think that backfired a lot of the time. So as you know, in America, us kids, us students have to take the SAT. And so there was a point where when I went to go take the test, we went, I was, it was so agonizing. We had to wake up at like eight in the morning. It was who knows how long ago, it was so long ago. And I was half awake. I studied so hard for the SAT. I think I studied like two years for it. Who knows, maybe a year. It felt like two years and subject was the vocab words. I did not work on that. I didn't focus on the definitions and things like that. So I go and I take the test and I'm in the right front corner and our test proctor is this older woman does not give two shits about anything going on and I'm taking the test and I had this old school flip phone that had the slowest internet and I was texting my ex-boyfriend, my high school ex-boyfriend at the time, and I was like, what's the definition of this, blah, blah, blah. For those of you, I don't really remember the exact questions, but it was kind of like, what is the best vocab word that fits this sentence? And I had no idea what some of these words were. I would write in the right-hand corner or in a piece of, like in a part of my test booklet, the answer booklet, I would write like A, B, C, D, and then I'd write the word and then have my ex text me the definition of some of these words, the ones that I kind of thought was the answer to just make sure. And then I would like secretly go back to previous sections and fill it in. I think I did on a few questions, but it was just kind of funny just like seeing my flip phone and I kept trying to Google things, but it was so slow. It was like mid 2000s. I was just like, How long is this gonna take? I don't have like two hours to figure out what chrysanthemum means. So that was, I think, the first time I dealt with cheating. Relationship-wise, that was the first time I dealt with cheating. To be honest, I don't feel bad. I guess I do feel a little guilty, but I doubt it really made a significant difference in my score. It's just me being neurotic and just wanting a good test score, but... All in all, I'm smart now, so I guess those vocab words kind of helped. Noe has been hurt, and you can hear it in his voice. So, um, so in my senior year of high school, there was this, within those last two months, two, three months, I saw another girl within my government class. She, she was, she was giving me attention, and then I realized, like, I'm not really, I'm not really into this. I'm not, no, I'm not really into anything right now. But I, I noticed her, she's, she's really cute. And so I just thought, why not, you know? Um, this could be a new chapter. And so I started talking to her. Again, she was a lot more approachable. It, one thing led to another and then I just asked her like, so do you want, do you want to be my, or are we going to be boyfriend or girlfriend yet? 
And then even from the first day, she told me like, that's not how you really ask someone. I guess I was just too affected by the by the first girl to really know how to approach anyone about it. But we began dating. Within the first two weeks, it was fine. That was that was a month before prom. And then I find out that as prom gets closer, she starts opening up and she starts telling me about a, a couple of guys in her life or in, in the past. And then she starts bringing about how she's still talking to one. There's another guy within the government class that apparently is making that that approached her to go to prom with her, and she said yeah to him. And then I I told her like, hey, if you know you go out to prom with him, then we shouldn't be together. It made me not look like a pushover. So she said she was gonna talk to him, but then the next day she t like after school she told me, hey, we have to talk. And then I knew. I knew from when, like, hey, we have to talk. I knew, like, all right, she's, all right, we're breaking up. Like, God damn it, it's, all right, let's do this, let's break up, and so on. So we broke up. I had told her that I would still like the, I would still want her to save a dance for me. And so I remember for prom, when they announced that, like, it was the last, it was the last dance. I just ran up, like, I just ran up to her because her and the other guy, like, they were walking out the dance floor. And I told her, hey, like. You owe me a dance, and so I had that last one with her. So that so that was high school. We stopped talking about we stopped talking about like the f two weeks post graduation ceremony. That was it. I never saw her again. And then and here in college, you know, the dating scene is pretty weird. Every everyone has the mentality that you know you're supposed to have fun, you're supposed to stay single, and like just interact with as many people as possible. Um, again, I wasn't a, a really true fan of this, but then uh, towards the end, towards like my third, fourth. Towards the end of my third, beginning of my fourth year, and that's when I really didn't like myself about it. I I realized, well, I lost my true intentions. Like, my what what my uncle told me came true that I was supposed to just like go around and have fun and interact with like all these like as many as many people as possible. There was this girl. She seemed to open up a bit, and so I kind of followed the signs. And that's when I made a move. And then it was around our birthdays that things, that tensions grew a lot because I didn't make it official. Um, she arrived to my birthday party. She she left that night to like across the street to another party, like literally across the street. And then I was still trying to get people out. And by the time that I got the last person out, and that's when I realized like, it's about 4 a.m. I'm going to sleep. And then it was her birthday the next week. I, I thought it was gonna be pretty cool because as that concert ended, I was gonna be with her or be around her. Turns out that she sells her ticket, so she doesn't go. She's also um, a religious person, so she um, jo she's Jehovah's Witness to that line. So she doesn't she doesn't celebrate her birthday, and so I didn't know how to approach it either. Like, do I give her a gift? Do I hit her up? And but that was it. I just lived on assumptions. Within that weekend, when we started talking again, and that's when we made it official that she was my girlfriend. Um, I took her out. But it was, I, and I thought things were made up and things were getting better. And then it was a tailgate season. It's, it's tailgate season here every fall at USC. And so it was the UCLA game. And I had gotten completely intoxicated in like in the first half hour to the point that we started, I started around 11 a.m. I fall asleep and wake up in my bed around 9 p.m. with no recollection of how I got there. And then that, that's when I see her at another party, but she, she was just with her friend. And she just stayed, she also had her brother, her older brother at the time, so she told me um, no, 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 no PDA. 
And so I, I kept to it. I wasn't feeling it because I was completely, like I was still complete. I was feeling the symptoms of a hangover. And so I just had my water and I decided, hey, I'm gonna leave early, um, see ya. And then that's in the next day. That's in the next day where we, where I, where she sends me a text like, hey, we have to talk. And then I thought, oh, we're gonna break up. Like, I have no idea what I did wrong. Like, what did I do when I was intoxicated? Like, and I can't remember like, oh, what did I do? And so, um, so I go to her, I talk to her. She the first question she asked me is like, what do you remember of yesterday? And I realized, oh, I fucked up somehow. Oh, I fucked up. And then I told her what I did, um, that I couldn't remember anything. And then that's when the, the script got flipped. And then she told me that she was as well intoxicated. And that's when she had like a moment with someone else. I was surprised because I thought this was on me or I couldn't just stood up and then I, I looked at her and then I realized and then I told her like that I have not been in a relationship where I have been like where I haven't gotten cheated on or kind of gone stepped on. And so I uh, we I ended that night with her like, hey, we're both adults. You know, you have finals to worry about. I have finals to worry about. That gave me I and I just left. I just left her that night. Here's Matt trying to figure out how to get rid of a girl. It was in high school. Well, not really first girlfriend ever, but my first girlfriend, you know, like where you're at the age where you're actually like kissing and doing stuff, right, was um, was this girl in high school. And we started going out sophomore year. And then by the summer, like, you know, my best friend at the time was this guy and I could tell, like, he was into my girl, and then my girl was kind of, you know, getting into him. Like, I got tipped off. Like, I actually got pretty, pretty close with her, like, my girlfriend at the time's older brother, and he was actually a really cool guy. You know, he and his friends, you know, would invite me out, you know, to their shenanigans and their hangs at, you know, restaurants or, you know, going out and stuff, going to the beach and the movies. And, and one of, it, it was one of her brother's friends, this this guy, like, he let me know. He was like, hey, you know, I saw, you know, her with with your buddy. You should, you know, like, you should talk to her about this. Like, it's not okay. And, you know, I just said, okay, you know, thank you. You know, holy shit. And, you know, I'm a, what the hell was I, 16-year-old kid? Like, I, you know, I, I don't know how to handle something like that. You know, so I just confronted her. I was like, hey, like, I heard the grapevine, you know, is this true? And she was just like, yes. And I was like, okay, well, fucking, you know, that's it. You know, we're, we're done, we're finished, get out of here. And, you know, she was all crying and shit. And that happened at the fair. And then, you know, we went our separate ways. And, uh, you know, but I have to, like, look at her every fucking, you know, day in high school and shit. But, so that was how I how I started into the dating scene. And, you know, like, I, I didn't want to let anybody else that close or, like, into my world that, you know. And then I kind of got a reputation for, like, being a heartbreaker because, like, I would start dating these girls. And then, you know, I would just suddenly just say, you know what, I can't. I'm not interested, like, I'm too busy, I can't be doing this, and I would just, you know, ice them out, and I did that enough to where, you know, it actually got kind of, <laughs> like, it actually got kind of hard to, like, get a date for, like, you know, uh, like, winter formal or, like, prom or something, so, you know, but, like, as time went on, I started thinking about it, you know, s sort of from her perspective, and, 
you know, being a confused teenager and, you know, not knowing, you know, what love is and kind of figuring it out and having weird feelings for different people. And I started to sympathize and like empathize with her, you know, but then as I grew older, I said, you know what? No, that's bullshit. Fuck her. Fuck her, you know, and her soul. <laughs> but no, not really, you know, but like, so you know, I'm still you know, understandably um, apprehensive about her. We have Brianna here talking about rocks. My first experience with cheating was in seventh grade. It was in a science class and it was during a test. Now, I normally didn't condone cheating, but for some reason, I thought, I felt ashamed that if I didn't do well on the tests that I didn't study for, that my teacher would be upset with me. I don't know why, but in, it was a seventh grade science magnet class, and I love science. Everyone always called me a miniature version of our teacher. Probably just because we were both, we both had long blonde hair, but it made me feel really, it made me feel special, kind of feel like I was supposed to be better because I was a miniature version of our teacher. But there was a test that I really didn't study for. It was, what was it? Oh, I think it was about the earth and all the different layers of the earth, which, oh my gosh, who can remember all of that, even though there's only like seven. But it was a bunch of that, plus all the different types of rocks that the Earth's surface is made of. Going into this test, I knew nothing. I looked through all the tests and I was just freaking out. My teacher had this foolproof system where even though we had people sitting next to each other, people got different versions of the test. Honestly, we had the same versions of the test. It's just we had the same questions with different numbers. As in, like, number one was, what is the cores layer for one test? And that was question number seven for someone else's test. As much as I hated to do it, I looked through all the tests. My lab partner, my seat partner next to me, I would always glance over and read their question and read the answer to the question that they wrote. Put that down for whatever question I had. I'm not proud of doing it. It didn't get me very far. I think I still failed the test. So in hindsight, I really shouldn't have done it at all, but I ended up doing it. And then I never cheated again because I felt so bad for doing it. I don't even know why I did it, but I, I just, at the time, I just, you know, it was impulsive. I just did it. Here's Dania discussing love. So my freshman year of college, I was dating this guy named Evgeny. It was a very weird relationship and I kind of knew that while it was happening, but I was like, it's freshman year in college, whatever. So anyway, we are, we were together and we were kind of like fighting, or we got into fights on and off. But after a couple of days, we were like, okay, we're gonna meet up for this party, whatever. So I had this other friend, Julian, who had a friend visiting visiting the college, and I had actually met her earlier that night. But, so Julian, he didn't know that Evgeny and I were dating. 
but uh, I was sitting in a room with some of my friends and then Julian comes in to hang out with us and he's like, hey, oh my gosh, do you guys hear? Evgeny's hooking up with my friend. And I just looked at him and I was like, what? You mean my boyfriend? And his face, he was like, oh shit, like, oh my God, I'm so sorry, I didn't know, blah, blah, blah. And I just sat there in shock. And it was just like the craziest way to find out because he didn't know we were together. And to him, it was just his casual thing of like, oh yeah, I'm getting hooking up with my friend. And meanwhile, I'm like, oh yeah, that's my boyfriend. And it was, yeah, it was a weird way to find out. And I saw Evgeny at the party, I think it was, I guess either later that night or the next night, because we hadn't spoken since then. And I was like, so did you um, do anything interesting last night? And he was like, oh, just hung out and went to sleep. And I was like, oh, well, did you hook up with anyone? And he said, maybe, and the whole thing just went to shit. But needless to say, broke up after that. But uh, that was a pretty strong story of cheating and uh, I just don't tolerate it anymore. Growing up, I always thought that I only needed to find one person. My uncle once told me before meeting this, before meeting this girl, or during the during the time that I had met her, I um, my uncle had told me, like you're young, like go out and ex like go out and have fun. But I didn't really see myself as that that type of person. I knew that at the time I had found what I thought was the one, and so I just I told myself, and I even made a wager with my uncle. I I lost that wager. I had told him that like, no, you're wrong. I only need one. And I thought I, I had thought I had found her. We started talking because we met at a comp. We met in our confirmation classes. We just talked that one day. And then it was in school, like about a month or so that followed. But I saw her on campus and she went up to me. I didn't know her name or I got her name mistaken by another friend I had met. After that, I still didn't get her number or anything. I didn't know what really what were her, her intentions. I didn't know what were my intentions either. But then the weeks that followed, she would come up to me and I get like looking at it now, she just tried to find like any excuse to talk to me. She, she at one point she asked me for like, if she could know, well, if she, if she, if I could give her one of the prayers that we had to do. And I told her, you know, you could just look that up online. Once I started talking, got to know this person, I thought like, I started, there are so many questions popped up. Why is she like, why is she opening up? Why is she talking to me? I had little to no self-esteem at the moment, so I didn't think much of it. And it wasn't until we started going out and hanging out outside of school. The second time that we hung out, that was my first kiss. That was probably like two to three months in to talking to her. It was at the, it was at the movie theater at the University Village here at USC. That's that's torn down now. And so the the months that follow, we just got closer. And then we, and then I realized like this, like this is it. I rem like my uncle had told me that bed. And I knew like nope, I found the one. And then the, it was the next year. She, I was in class. She was in, she was in, she was in a break of school, but she still had a summer like uh, spring classes. They were very short, and then that's when she started talking to someone else. Um, I didn't really realize at the moment that what were her what were her intentions with with him. I, um, me, all closed-minded. I thought we were already a sure thing, but I had never really sealed the deal or really approached her like, "Hey, like, are you actually my girlfriend?" And then it, and then within that like one month of her being in that class, and that's when she tells me one day like. It was a week before Valentine's Day. 
I was gonna tell, I was gonna try to do the final approach that that week of Valentine's Day. So I guess I just moved, went in too late, and that's when that's when she told me and sent me a text like, "Hey, he asked me to be his girlfriend," and I said yes, and that's when I broke down. She, we would still talk, and that's when I told her like, "Well, what's gonna happen about us?" And then she kind of just always disregarded the fact, or just to re- or of it, and she said it's best if we just remain as friends. But it was really hard for me to to get out of that to get into that mentality. Um, we would stop talking. Um, I would see them both on campus. I, I would just see her, and then it would it would just destroy me. Like I didn't know what was going on. Like she would talk to me, I would get my hopes up. But it you know but that was it. She would only just talk to me, and but she would her her intentions were still to always be with him. What you call it? There was a we stayed around. I, I talked to her for about five months and a half. And then when I realized, all right, if she's still with him for that same amount of time, or if longer, then that's when I have to give up. And then that's when I have to really stop trying. She's still with him. So it, it just it, it just it, it just broke me thinking about it now. Back then, within that time frame, I would tell her like, I'll wait. Like, I'm your, like, I'll wait. It's, this is worth it, I'll wait. You know, I found the one. And so I'll wait. Um, if I were, to, if you were to ask me, if I were still waiting, that 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 question is a no, you know. Hey, well, here's the end. So first is me, Lisa Curia Parker. Today's guests include Brianna Little, who is my best friend in the entire world, Dania Clark, who is living it up in Austin, having a great time running marathons matt williams who again is an amazing drummer in in an amazing band called the cold shoulders you should totally check him out and noe flores who is a freelance video editor so if you have any cool videos you need help editing he's your guy thanks for listening to firsts we hope you enjoyed it and if you did that much please share with your friends It, it really helps Make sure to listen to us on iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play, and other podcast streaming services. If you have any comments, questions, or want to be on the show, email podcastfirsts at gmail.com. Thanks for listening. Cheating, dude. Unfaithful. Unfaithful lovers. Fucking...